This is the Wifeism Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of christylittlejones.com, episode number 126. Have you ever had a broken heart? I'm not talking just about heartbreak from a relationship, but I'm talking also about a broken heart because of life's experiences, a broken heart because of disappointment after disappointment, because you aren't where you thought you would be at this age, or your best friend lied and betrayed you, or you were abandoned, or you hate your body and your thoughts and words abuse it every day. Where did you learn about love? What was the foundation for love? You may not even really know because many of us don't. But if love has not been the foundation from where you live, you may feel a brokenness in your heart. You know what the secret is to healing? Love. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you are single and desire to be married, if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife, you are in the right place. If you are new to our podcast, woohoo! Welcome to the family. I am thrilled that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe and you don't already know, I love and appreciate you. Everyone needs love. We were created to experience love and give love, but unfortunately, so many people don't even know what love is. They have experienced a corrupted version of what love was really intended to be. I'm a happy wife, a grateful mom, an evolving entrepreneur, and I've always had a heart for people with a particular passion for marriage and family. I've been a relationship coach for women, engaged couples, and couples in crisis for over 16 years. And I have to say that it makes my heart so full to know that I had something to do with saving marriages and preventing divorces. But in the past few years, I realized that while love traditionally is at the center of relationships, a lot of people don't really even know how to love according to God's definition. Some people may say, well, you know, how can I give love a definition? Well, you know what I say to that? Great question. My daughter, Skye, is an amazing visual artist. Her gift and talent astounds me every single time she draws something. She has awesome ideas and creations, and each time she draws something new, it's just like, wow. But one of my favorite drawings was a school project that she did last year, and it was on the singer Nina Simone. It was breathtaking. It was stunning. It was this huge oil painting, like 40 by 40, and every single person who saw it wanted to buy it. Her vision and execution of this painting was one of a kind. I was like, wow. Now, what if I told her that she drew it wrong or incorrectly? What, that, you know, what if I told her that mm-mm, that's not how this is supposed to look? This is not what this picture is supposed to be. 
that she was supposed to use different colors or a different background to complete the project. That would be crazy, right? That's a lot of nerve for me to tell Skye that her vision and definition of how her painting was supposed to look or how it was supposed to be or how it was supposed to show up was wrong. The inspiration and idea for this painting was solely hers because she created it. The idea started with her. I can't come in and tell her that her definition of her idea is not right because it was her idea all along. Well, this is what we do with love. We express love and we show love to others in our own interpretation. Our interpretation of love is sometimes very wrong if we do not know what the original version or the original idea of love, the original intent and purpose of love looks like. God is love and he created each and every one of us out of his love for us. And it's not until we are babies, infants, toddlers, and children that we start putting meaning into what love actually means based on the experiences we've had with the people closest to us. And then there's this interpretation of what love really means. But in fact, it's a corruption. There's a, cor- there's a corruption of the true meaning of love because it starts to be watered down because there's experience of abuse. There's experience of neglect. There's experience of manipulation and control. And then there's also wonderful experience of nurture and support and, and love and, and, and endearment, right? Some people, again, become adults, with this watered down understanding, this watered down version of love and are completely off base when it comes to what love is supposed to mean and how is it supposed to show up in your life and even through you as you express it to other people. And so in 2016, I started this 30 day love habits challenge as a way of ushering in more ahas about love into my community. And I started with very brief, quick action steps that people could apply to their daily lives super quick. And then over the years, I would send out these love habits and, and traditionally it was um, in January. And it was just a way of just sprinkling a little love on the people, on my tribe that I love at the top of the new year, just reminding them and getting them in a space of loving themselves better and loving others. But this year was very different. This year, I hadn't planned on sending out my love habits in January because honestly, I just didn't feel like it. (laughs) My dad was battling cancer and we were still dealing with this isolated nature of the pandemic, the political climate was completely out of control. It was hostile and it was just all too much. It was just too much. But God woke me up a few days before the end of the year of 2020. And he told me to do the love, the love habit starting January, 2021. You know how, when God tells us to do something, we try to listen again (laughs) to see if he changed his mind or we try to listen again to say, no, he didn't really say that, especially when we don't want to do it. When we don't want to do it, it's always like, oh, let me pray again. We don't feel like doing it. Oh, let me pray again. Let me fast. Let me fast. Let me pray again. Like, and we pray and 
again and fast again for years and years and years and years when we really know what God told us to do the first time. So when he woke me up, I was like, okay. I listened to again closely because there's so many distractions going on to see if it really was him telling me to do something that I didn't want to do. And yes, he was very clear. Christy, send out your love habits challenge. So that's what I did. So I gathered my list of love habits from 2014, really. It was 2014 when it first started. And I just expanded the love actions every day. I sent some emails and posts on social media, inviting them to join me on this 30-day journey of building better love habits. So women started signing up, joining, telling their friends. It was five and then 15 and then 25 and then 40 and then 50 and then 52. And I was thrilled. I was so excited that I had this great army of women willing to go with me on this journey of more love and building better love habits. And so it was launch day. January 1st, 2021, I was excited and I knew God was going to do something great because I could just feel it in my bones. You know, when God wakes you up and you can't sleep and you're like, what, what, what? You're trying to go back to sleep and you're trying to pretend that God isn't tapping you on your shoulder, telling you to wake up and, you know, because he has something to share with you, (laughs) right? So I just knew he was going to do something because it was just so clear that I was supposed to do this. And so I welcomed my woman with my group of 52 women um, into traveling with me on this journey, talked to them about setting some goals for the quest. And we really were ready to go. And then I got a call from my brother and my stepmom that my dad died. Completely devastating. Now, I knew my dad was battling cancer. He had entered hospice and I knew that it was a matter of time. Um, But the day that God told me to start this love habit (laughs) journey with 52 women who signed up, it would, oh my gosh, I couldn't, I mean, I'm a daddy's girl. So it was just like, wow. So I could have easily sent an email to these women who were waiting on me to lead them on this quest of building better love habits and loving themselves better and loving others better and harder. And, you know, that I could have easily told them that my dad just died and we wouldn't be continuing with the program until another time. And I know that all of them would have understood, but I didn't do that. And instead, I leaned into God's grace. I leaned into the call that he, the assignment that he called me to, to complete the journey continue to lead, encourage and support and be an example of love for these women. And so these women on this journey, they have been doing the work. The blinders are being removed. Their hearts are healing. Identity is being revealed and truth is being uncovered. And for the first time and for some, for so many of them, they're And it is absolutely incredible. I've heard testimony after testimony after testimony and the ladies on this journey, they are continuing to share just how rich and valuable the experience has been. And they're just excited with about just having more clarity and relationships are healing and they're interacting so much better. And so the excitement and the momentum from this journey has inspired me so much. It has truly been a blessing for me, even in this process of grieving, to know that 
God can use me to support and encourage and uplift and just usher in revelation and breakthrough into other people's lives out of a heart to really love them and serve them and support them. And so, you know, this, we've just recently ended our 30 day challenge and I'm, I'm realizing, and I believe they are realizing as well that for true, true, true change to take place in our lives, in our relationships, we have to pursue truth at our core. We've got to peel back the layers of our heart. The fortress that has been surrounding our hearts has to be pulled back. It has to be torn down. It has to be, there's got to be a space where you can comfortably, safely without, of course, there's going to be some fear there, but knowing that you've got people there to support you, that you're not going to fall apart and die because a lot of times we don't, we don't confront what's at the core. We don't confront what's at the root because we're afraid that if we do, it's going to kill us. And so we don't, we just avoid it. And we avoid it year after year after year while it's continuing to eat away at our lives, our health, our, our circumstances, our situations, our relationships, and we ignore it. We ignore it. But there are 52 brave women who said, I'm not going to ignore it. And they went on this, on this journey. And so it has truly just confirmed how and why it is so important for us to, to do the work, to show up first, right? Make the decision to show up, to do the work that we need to do in order to remove the, or open the door to our hearts or knock down the fortress or the fence or whatever it is that's trying to guard and protect your heart from truly loving and experiencing love because you have a corrupted experience or or you've learned or been conditioned incorrectly to really truly, and you don't really know what love is. You don't know what it's supposed to feel like. You don't know how it's supposed to show up in the way you receive it or even the way you give it right? Because all you know is that love was manipulative. Love pulled, love pulled away if you didn't do what you wanted it to do, right? You didn't do what you were supposed to do or what the person in the relationship wanted you to do. So guess what? They pulled their love away. So now you think love pulls away when you don't do what you're supposed to do. And guess what? Now that manifests in the way that you love. You pull your love away from people when they don't do what you want them to do, because that is something that you've learned, but nothing could be further from the truth. So the process of really walking and understanding what love is supposed to mean, what love God's God gave love a definition. He made it very, very clear what love was supposed to be, what love was supposed to look like. He gave a painting, a picture of love. How dare we change that definition and tell God, no, this is not what love is. Love is manipulative. Love is controlling. Love is abusive. Love pulls away. Love, love does all these things that are not part of the purpose. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not keep records of wrongs. Love is not prideful. 
Hello, how many relationships have you been in where you already know that the pride is there because the person is arguing you down to be right? They would rather be right over being reconciled every single day of the week. Pride, 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 pride. Okay, so if we don't understand the purpose of love, how can we ever express it? How can we ever even receive it? Because we can't even identify what it is because we don't know what it is. We can't even identify what love is or what it looks like because we don't even understand what it is. I know, I know, I know. So you can see I'm really passionate about this. We have to explore our own brokenness in order to repair the cracks. We can't keep putting a bandaid on it or even worse, ignoring the gaps or avoiding the holes in our hearts. I'm hopeful that deep down our souls know what love is and what love is supposed to feel like. It's just that you need more clarity and understanding. So I want you to ask yourself these questions. When someone hurts or offends you, what is your response? Do you offend and hurt back harder? Or do you shut down and withdraw? How do you respond in a relationship where you are being blatantly disrespected and taken advantage of? Do you tolerate it? Or do you take the blame and apologize for something that you didn't even do? Or do you just take it because you're scared that you won't be able to find someone else or you're afraid to be alone or you haven't worked in years and you don't know if you'll be able to even take care of yourself. So you just accept it and you settle for a a, a relationship completely without love. Or do you stay in an emotionally controlling relationship because you just don't recognize your own value or self-worth? Are you heartbroken because of chronic disappointment in your life or relationships and don't know how to get out from under the negative self-talk and self-sabotaging behavior? So it just swells and spreads every single time you open your mouth. These responses are because your experience of love was corrupted at some point in your life. Where did life break your heart? This is what you have to have the courage to face. The truth of that reality that it happened to you. It hurt. It shattered everything. It broke you. But it's up to you whether you want to stay there or you want to do the work to heal your heart, to redefine what love is, to love yourself better and healthier and harder because you deserve love. You deserve to do the work to get free from the pain of the past. Your heart deserves healing because love is the answer. Love is the only answer. It will always be the answer because love never fails. And when I say love, I'm talking about God's definition of love. Love always wins. And so I want to help you and I want to guide you in this journey of doing the soul work, the heart work on the way to healing the broken places in your heart because we all have them. And as long as we keep ignoring them, They will stay there. 
the only way to repair our heart is to confront the fractures. The journey may be scary and you may be a little anxious, but I promise you that you are not alone. There are so many women who've been where you are, me included. The difference is I did the work. I made the decision that my current state of starving myself of self-love and abusing myself with my thoughts and words that were cruel and mean and abusive, that I was done treating myself like that. I no longer wanted the, to carry the weight of people pleasing, of leaving a conversation or a situation where I was beating myself up because I shrunk. No one likes the feeling of people pleasing. No one likes the feeling of shrinking back from their truth. No one likes the feeling of being unappreciated or feeling taken advantage of or just the the conversation is just makes you feel terrible when you're in a relationship with someone, especially if it's a marriage where you're in a relationship with someone and you already know that they don't value you. No one wants to feel like that. That's not love. Love is intense. Love is strong. Love is deep. Love is powerful. Love is truth. Love is trust. Love is hard, but it's good. It is love is you. And so I'm really excited that I'm going to lead a group of women through an experience where, you know, one of the things that I believe is that remarkable change happens in community where there is a safe place, an abundance of support and encouragement, love and acceptance that the community that I'm going to take through this journey is so exciting. You know, when you, when you feel like there, when God has shown you a vision, when he shows you the end, right? Because he shows you the end from the beginning and you start taking these steps and you start taking these steps and you feel like, okay, you're getting a little closer, but the vision still seems so far and you keep taking steps and you keep, keep taking steps and it still feels like it's way far, but you're like, man, I've been doing this for years. I've been doing this for years. And then finally, what seemed to be so far has become, has come really close. And you're like, oh, it's here. It's finally here, right? Thinking about directions and driving. When you are driving long place or long time, it takes you a long time to get places. And you're just like, oh my goodness, this is taking forever. And then, you know, you're just doing a little bit at a time. And then you see on the side of the road, you see the sign that says, you know, two hours, 60 miles, or then you start to see 20 miles and then you see five miles and you're just like, oh, it's almost here, right? Well, I believe that what I have been, what I believe God has been doing in me, in my business, in my ministry for decades, I've been, this is, I started in 2008 and 
I believe that what he has created and taken me through and cultivated in me, it now I feel like it is here. And that is where I am helping men and women to learn how to love like God, to learn what love truly is and what truly means from the person who created it. And so I am really excited not only to share that this focus has become very clear, that the relationship counsel, the relationship advice and the sharing and the experience that I create or even the community that I create even here on the Wife Wisdom Podcast, that the foundation of all of it has always been love, but it's come to full clarity and full picture of the the piece of who I am created to be and how I'm supposed to serve the world and carry certain things out. It is in the form of love and it's in the form of teaching people how to love like him, how to love yourself like he loves you, how to love your spouse the way he intended, loving your children, loving your neighbor. Because once we truly learn how to love the way God intended, our whole entire lives will change. They will start aligning with who and what he has called the promises that he has has promised in our lives, the visions that he's given us, the, the truth of his word will manifest in our lives so beautifully because the foundation of who we are and how we relate to people is proper. It is correct. It is in alignment and there is agreement. So when you respond to people in the way that God intended, watch what happens in your life. And so I am inviting you to change your life today to change the way you love yourself, to change the way love shows up in you, to really know what it means to love your neighbor as yourself and mean it. I'm asking you to make the decision to stop tolerating less than what you deserve. Stop abusing yourself with your thoughts and words. Stop making yourself small because of someone else's insecurity. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You deserve better. You deserve to be loved. You deserve to love hard and not feel guilty or ashamed or shrink or apologize for it. I want to help you to learn to love in the face of fear, to love in spite of hate. I want to help you to do the work and hold you accountable, to guide you to soften your heart again so that love can come in. I want to lift your faith and remind you that there is so much more. Yes, I know that what happened to you hurt like hell, but you still have a life to live. Why not make it amazing from this point forward? I'm inviting you to join me 
in a 12-week experience of sisterhood and mentorship, small group coaching, thoughtful accountability, intimate community, and close and personal access to me as your guide. You will not have to do this alone. You don't have to. You don't have to do this alone. You will have me on one side and other brave sisters on the other side. This may be the very first time that someone has invited you to confront the hard places in your heart. And I know you are probably terrified. That is why, even more reason why, you should say yes. Do you have a lump in your throat right now? Because you have no idea what this experience is going to be like? Then I need you to say yes. This is an answer to your prayer. Your cries are being answered. Don't miss the moment, sister. Don't think about anything else but your healed heart and what that feels like. No more holes, no more gaps, no more breaks, no more brokenness. Living with no more fear and hesitation. Standing powerfully in your truth, giving yourself permission to love yourself fully at every single stage of your life. No longer giving your power to other people's opinions, other circumstances or situations that do not define who you are and how powerful and amazing you are. The time is right now. No more excuses. It is 12 weeks of your life for a life changing transformation. The way I see it, you can either stay stuck here year after year after year, or you can take the leap now and experience true breakthrough and change from the inside out. So join me for this 12-week journey to say yes to accountability and transformation right now this year. Go to the show notes in this episode, click on the link and send me your information. Sister Breakthrough and Transformation is waiting for you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I hope that it was encouraging, inspiring, supportive, or just maybe it made you feel like you were not alone. And so thank you for joining me. If we are not connected yet, I would love to connect with you over on social media, on Instagram at wife.wisdom. And we can connect there. Please DM me how the Wife Wisdom Podcast has encouraged you, how it has supported you, how it has been brought up aha moments for you. I read and value and cherish all of the testimonies that I receive from you. So please, please, please keep them coming. And if you have not already rated our podcast on iTunes, please do so. You would just go to iTunes. You could go down to the very first episode where it will say, write a review. And so by writing a review, it helps other women who are looking for the Wife Wisdom Podcast to find it. And so please rate and review our podcast and it helps other people to find uh, our, our different episodes. So again, thank you so much for not only joining, but continuing to share this with your family, your friends, your sister circle. I so appreciate you and value your consistent listenership. So have an amazing week and I look forward to connecting with you 
next week. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.